The opinions of Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman don't reflect the views of Gal Media. Parental discretion is advised. KFNC Mont Bellevue, Houston, a Gal Media station. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, this is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Today's Blitz Rewind starts now. I don't want to make it just seem like this is a, well, the refs gave it to the, the Bucks thing. The Bucks also dominated that football game. Oh, uh, yeah. Definitely. The, well, especially their defensive line against Kansas City's yeah, offensive the, line. The, the, the offensive was the, line the that we, that, and Brady was comfortable all game, Mahomes was not. Yeah. It's really the difference in the game, in my opinion, is the pressure that they were able to put on the quarterbacks. Not only like physical pressure, like on a pass rush, but just the pressure of the game flow. I know Texan fan was doing that a lot last night as I went back to Twitter. But oh, there's not much difference between Watson and Mahomes. Yeah, on Mahomes' worst day ever. Yeah, you're he, right. He looked a lot like Deshaun. There's not much difference on those days. But when you watch Mahomes, like for instance against Buffalo, well, that's hard to catch up to. I know Texans fans trying to hold on to anything, but that's the same guy who's going to be calling when they trade him. Oh, he wasn't that good. Right. Here's Fred Fowler and AJ Hoffman, and we're back on the Blitz. Hour number three. 713-780. ESPN is your number. 713-780-3776. Old white people music, baby. Yeah. Or you can get us on the uh, Blitz Facebook page. Find the Blitz. Click like. You're good to go. Twitter at Fred Fowler. F-A-O-U-R. At AJ is the real. At Aaron is Blitz. At Degenerates975. You can text the show. Know the number for that. You uh, can also watch us on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash ESPN975. Super Bowl. Pretty much all we've talked about today few other things then then an antarctica lost wallet and yeah we haven't haven't made fun of jesus easter be today maybe on twitch i did i don't know we haven't uh we haven't speculated on where deshaun's being traded today that actually has been a pleasant you know yeah pleasant change uh although the i mean there was news and i don't know how this keeps being news Schefter tweeting out that um well, I guess the equipment guy they fired was his buddy and that, this, that everybody's mad about it. And then ESPN reporting Texans say they aren't trading Watson. What's new about that? And didn't they say that last week? Yeah. I mean, uh, I, I don't get it. I, I mean, I know it's clicks, and but I mean, you are it's already been reported. Why are we doing it four days later? I'm just asking. I got some insight as to why uh, why Gonzaga and UH didn't play. Oh yeah, travel related. No surprise. Yeah, that's that's what I figured. UH wanted to play the game in Texas, and Gonzaga didn't. And well, I know they were talking about Salt Lake as kind of a you know neutral, but that's where they wanted to play it. But UH wanted to play closer because yeah. they, they've got to go to South Florida. Uh, Gonzaga, I mean. To be while it is right in the middle, uh, the middle of UH and in, in in Spokane, Washington is probably about Utah. But conveniently, Gonzaga's got a game tonight in Utah. Yeah, so it was really convenient for them, less convenient for UH. At least that's the uh, the the rumor that I heard. Yeah, then 
Instead, we got UH and Our Lady of the Lake. And boy. And see, that's that's how bad my gambling weekend was because I was trying to find that game. To get minus 46? Yeah. And it, none of my sites had it. <laughs> Mine didn't either. <laughs> I would have bet it. Oh, I would have too. I, I would have too. I figured that. You know, especially after the other night, they were going to come out and stomp a hole in somebody. And if it's a team that's one and seven, that's only that's had to miss games for COVID. But no, I, I think they knew that this was their weekend to get my money. But I'll be back. I'll be back. Uh, let's squeeze in a call. Art, what's up, Art? Hey, sports fellas. Real quick, man. I'm just getting off of work, jumping in the truck, and uh, y'all may have touched on this. But uh, if not, just want to catch your opinion on uh, Schefter reporting as far as on this Deshaun Watson that the Texans are going to stand firm and they're going to refuse to uh, to deal uh, Deshaun elsewhere. Man, uh, I'll hang up and listen and get your take. Thanks, fellas. Yeah, it's the same report that happened yeah. earlier this week, so there's nothing really new with that. Um, that I was just discussing that because I, I don't know why that came out as a report and then people react to it. Uh, they've already said that. That's a tactic. They're driving the price up. Uh, or Or they're trying to get the leverage over Deshaun, but yeah. it's the same thing that it was on like Tuesday or Wednesday when the first report came out that they weren't trading him. And technically this is the third because Nick came out and said, we have no interest in trading the player. Good old Nick. Yeah. Um, and yeah, the thing is, I know they're making a big deal out of these guys getting fired. And I think people are trying to equate it to Jesus Easterby. I mean, it is fairly common that you know sometimes guys in those positions survive more than one regime. Sometimes they get fired, um, and you know I think uh, at this point I'm, I'm sure they're good dudes. I mean JJ Watt had a nice tweet about them, uh, but it's whenever there's change, man, then you know there are going to be people who lose their jobs. I, I don't like it. I, I wish nobody would lose their job except for Bill O'Brien. And now Jack Easterby. Okay, I'm, you know what? That's that's a total lie. There's a lot of people I wish would lose their jobs because they aren't good at it. But, I mean, these are all behind-the-scenes people that you don't really know. Um, 713-780-ESPN is your number. 713-780-3776. Guess what I, uh, I did on, on my way home from Beaumont? What's that? I swung by our old buddies, the Whitmire's place. Oh, yeah. And they had... Uh, the Texas single malt whiskey, single barrels, uh, barrel proof, uncut, unfiltered. Did that take the crap taste out of your mouth from the? Uh... Yes, it did. Ah, see, that's what I should have done. Yep, a very limited run. I think they they may still they may have made a couple more bottles available. They may be all sold out too, though. I don't know, but uh, but I got to try some before I bought and solid. Very, very good yeah, stuff. I got to get out there and see those guys. It's been too long. They had a 103 proof and a 111 proof, and I ended up getting the 103. Uh, it was a little smoother and had some like some chocolatey notes to it. Really, really good, man. I'm going to check it out. So shout out to our boys still doing damn good stuff over there. Yeah, I think we have a trip to the track coming up. I may have to double dip on that. The 19th. Yeah, go see those guys. 713-780-ESPN. Hey, can I give you some good news for Astros fan? Hell yeah. Carlos Correa and the Astros didn't have to go to arbitration. No, locked him up for one more year. Yeah, and they're apparently talking about a long-term deal, allegedly. So, uh, 
talking about it and getting it done are different things. Though. Per Chandler Rome of the Houston Chronicle, James Click said both parties have discussed a contract that would keep Correa with the club beyond 2021. So he'll get 11.7 this year. He had filed for 12.5. Astros countered with a great number, 9.75. There you go. So good for him. Hey, not that it matters. I mean, with arbitration, you're going to wind up with the team one way or the right. other. So, but I, I think the 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 fact that they're talking about a long term deal is a a good sign for Astros fans who yep. love that guy. And I still wouldn't get my hopes up. I I still think it might be better to move on from him and get a nice package. But I'm also willing to trade to Sean Watson. True. Because I honestly believe... I think now's the time. Like, If there's ever been a sell point on Correa, it's now. Yeah. Because he was just healthy during a shortened season. He stayed healthy for the whole season. And, you know, I, I still think there's enough upside there that you could get an awful lot for him. But on the other hand, he's still awful young. Maybe you want to get that up, upside. Yeah. Do you, uh, I guess the one commercial last night that was a little bit interesting was the falcon winter soldier one where Uh, it it looks like they're introducing the x-men am i the only one who i don't think that uh falcon can carry a movie by himself well no that's why he has to have the winter soldier i also don't think the the winter soldier interests me enough to like (laughs) i guess it's just being released on disney plus yeah yeah so i'll watch uh, it there but but the whole thing was everybody's excited because oh it looks like this is how they bring the x-men in I don't want a spoiler alert, but yeah, turn your radio down if you haven't seen WandaVision. Oh, I haven't seen WandaVision. Well, guess guess what they're doing. Just that I'll leave it at that. Not going to say who or what, but yeah. So it, that's already happening. They're bringing him into the MCU. Um, my favorite. It wasn't even the whole commercial. There was just a moment in a commercial that I was like. Oh, no, that was good. The, the I guess, it was it Paramount Network? Where it's like Patrick, Patrick Stewart and all the, uh, yeah. the characters are walking up the mountain and they start dancing and the girl from The Grudge is like doing her weird little shake thing and Beavis and Butthead are like, <laughs> <laughs> for whatever reason, that just tickled me. That one and when they did, they made the crack joke and she was like, there's a crack in the ice and then you they Cut to Beavis and Butthead again going, <laughs> she said crack. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought that was good. Um, I didn't, I'll be honest, I didn't pay a whole lot of attention to the commercials, even less than I normally do. And normally I pay very little attention to them. Um, I saw one that I thought was somewhat, I thought the Will Ferrell one was kind of funny. It was nice to see Will Ferrell, even though he kind of looks like hell. Um, but yeah, he looks like, he looks worse than, than my hair with the Rona. Growing it all out. But I liked the one. I I normally don't like the, uh, it's your cousin from Boston. <laughs> the same but the, the premise of the horses running around and, and tearing up the whole city, I thought that was kind of funny. But since Budweiser decided to sit it out, Sam Adams takes advantage of it. So that was good. Um, but I, do, I, don't like, I don't like Boston accents. It pisses me off. And even when they say, it's your cousin. In Boston, like you, just that little thing, like makes you go, "Oh, why'd they do that?" But the commercial itself was pretty funny. The Flat Matthew commercial, not funny. No, 
I enjoyed the the Cheetos with Ashton Kutcher, Mila Kunis, and Shaggy. I didn't see Just that one. Just because they did a parody of It Wasn't Me. Yeah, I didn't see that one. The one that pissed everybody off, I thought was pretty funny. And Fred fell asleep the whole time. What pissed everybody off? The car commer- the car insurance commercial where uh, get- it's like it was right before halftime. A guy and a wo- uh, man and woman walk into an office of their boss, and she's like, "He just whipped out his opinion." And she he was like, "Well, I have a really big opinion." She was like, "It wasn't that big." And so like they're making the double odd like the opinion is supposed to be his junk, and he looks at his boss and his boss. He was like, you were asking me for my opinion last week. She was like, well, I was drunk. I would have asked whatever her assistant's name is for his opinion. He looks at her and goes, really? And everybody thought it was like, oh, you're making fun of sexual harassment. That's not nice. That's lame. That's I, a, I sent that, you the article that, of people that's, criticizing That's it. quite the reach. Well, I saw one, uh, our old colleague, Steve Bunin, who's a very, he's very, 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 very ultra woke. And he said, congrats, Bud Light, most tasteless commercial ever or just today. Let's make fun of how horrible and tragic 2020 was by dropping lemons from the sky. For the Bud Light lemon seltzer or lemonade. Yeah, yeah. I I wasn't even remotely offended by that commercial. Like, 2020 did suck. And it was like, well, when 2020 hands you a bunch of lemons, what do you do? I mean, I didn't think it was the greatest commercial, but I I didn't find it tasteless or offensive in any way either. Maybe, maybe he has a thing for lemons. Maybe maybe know. that's a metaphor for something else. I'm also very insensitive to really everything, so hmm. that could have something to do. Uh, with somebody it. mentioned the Jason Alexander hoodie commercial. That, that one was pretty. That funny. That was pretty funny. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I mean, the thing is. We got a full season in. We got a Super Bowl who in. Thought, who saw that coming? Not me. Zero games missed. N- not me. I mean, there there were some postponements early, but I saw somewhere. But every team played 16 games. Yeah. Like, and, that's a big deal. Think about the Big Ten, like, hell, was, or, uh, Ohio State could play, like, five games. Like, they were able to do every team 16 games, full playoffs. They're, like, the NFL deserves some, some kudos, really. Well, and... and they really never had the the major outbreak that forced them to stop things. So I, I'm glad they were able to get a season in. I, I hope that it's you know we're closer to being able to get back in stadiums by next year. Um, I'm skeptical, but hopefully, hopefully we'll get there. And you know it, it was it was a nice thing to have, even though from our perspective. The, the, well, the Texans were entertaining. They, they were at least they at least kept us interested all year, huh? And they continue to uh, be entertaining, and not for a good reason. But who cares? By the way, uh, Bitcoin now over forty seven thousand. So we're on the rise, Freddie. We are on the rise. Good luck with that, sir. Thank you. Uh, all right, I got to tell you guys about Carbach. <laughs> You want yourself a fine, good beer. Carbach is the place to go. They've got really something for everybody, even the non-beer drinkers. There was a uh, one of the the people at our little Super Bowl get-together, which, by the way, people thought I was having a super spreader event. There were literally four adults. I mean, it, it was not a super spreader event. We just had a lot of food. Uh, but one of them, not a drinker. And my buddy's wife doesn't like beer. So what's she, what's she drinking on? Ranch water. Uh, because it'll get you there, and well, it's, it's not beer. 
Uh, it's a hard seltzer, uh, the the agave lime, just a really, really great drink. Easy drinking by itself, really good mixed with tequila, mixed with uh, mezcal. I've tried it both ways. Fred's tried it with vodka, says he, he likes it that way. So if, if you're looking for something outside the box, ranch water is a great way to go. And, of course, they've got all their, uh, their standbys. They've got the Hopadillo, the Crawford Bach, the Love Street, and all those things, and even more at the restaurant, open seven days a week for lunch and dinner. Follow Carbach on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And when you're out and about, grab yourself some Carbach. You're listening to The Blitz. Hey, guys, sports to you. On ESPN 97.5. Sports to you. You're listening to The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we are back on The Blitz. 713-780-ESPN, your number, 713-780-3776. And uh, I don't know if you saw that uh, J.J. Watt made some national headlines this weekend. Yeah, for uh, basically coming in defense of his brother after Aaron Donald won the Player of the Year, and he makes some good points. To be fair, well, what what he did, and 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 about this is about as respectful as you can be while disputing something. Says Aaron Donald is an absolutely incredible player. I love watching him play, and he's headed to the Hall of Fame without question. This has nothing to do with AD personally. This is me saying what my brother won't. TJ played one less game and still led the NFL in every major category. So he tweets it out. uh, Tackles, TJ 53, Donald 41. Now, they play different positions, but still. Sacks, TJ 15, Donald 13 and a half. Tackles for loss, TJ 23, Donald 12. Pressures, 55, Donald 42. Quarterback hits, 41, Donald 26. Here's the only one, Donald won. Force fumbles, four to two. Waddell said seven passes, defense to one, and one interception to zero. I mean, I will say this. It takes a – you're talking about a guy who takes a lot of double double teams um, in, in Donald, but I, I don't know. I, I mean, I, I think both guys had a great season. I'm not mad. One, I mean, one guy's developed a reputation. Sometimes when it's close, the guy with the reputation gets it. Yeah, and I'm, but I would just say I can't really dispute JJ's argument here. The only thing I, I would say is that because of the position he plays, Donald putting up stats from inside is is, is very, well, always as, amazing. As JJ should know, he should know that. But yeah, I think. Uh, but I mean, I, I have no problem with him coming out and saying that, and no problem with defending his brother. Um, because not like he. You know, he's saying, what a tragedy. Uh, he basically just said, this is me saying what my brother won't. He played one less game and still led the NFL in every major category and then listed the categories. So, I mean, I, I, I admire him for doing that. But, you know, I saw people who just, you know, Aaron Donald, you're, you're disrespecting Aaron Donald. I was like, that wasn't it at all. No. So, um, 
I, I could see an argument for both guys, to be honest. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I understand if you're a TJ Watt fan or a Watt fan, period, you're probably going, what the hell? But I, and I'm, I'm telling you, every time I watch Aaron Donald play, I'm, I'm wowed by that dude. Um, but it, 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 he, I mean, he's a lot like JJ was in his prime. Uh, it's just it's so difficult to get stats from that position, and he does it constantly. And he's just he's always he just he changes a whole. You have the game plan for that guy. That's it, that's what it really boils down to. And we've talked before about the Rams' defense is basically three good players and a bunch of scrubs, right? Um, but again, I'm I'm not mad one one way or the other. 713-780-ESPN is your number, 713-780-3776, if you want to get in. By the way, uh, not that this should surprise you, because it's Boston. Pock the Boston. Pock the uh, The Super Bowl drew a higher TV rating in Boston than in Tampa. Oh, okay. Uh, 57.6. The number was 52.3 in Tampa. So, I guess Brady's still more popular. I, in New England. I mean, I think, yeah. Well, I also think Florida's a terrible sports market. Yeah, I'm, I'm, almost people don't really care about sports, and people are crazy about sports in Boston. Yeah, because that's how they talk. Yeah, and yeah, I mean, I think uh, I mean, it's like Tampa fans are they're they're sort of like the fans here. If the team's good, they show up. If not, they don't. The only difference is here. People keep showing up for a bad football team no matter what. But they won't for the other stuff. Yeah. The uh oh, did you see that Jeff Luno and the Astros settled their little lawsuit? Oh, do we have uh terms of the settlement? No, we do not. Damn it. Because no one returned phone calls. Okay. But yeah, I'm sure they just wanted to he just wanted to get paid what what he felt he was worth. So yeah, that's that's pretty much it. Um I, I had a story I wanted to get to though that it's a little off of sports where and it was like a big deal in the Chronicle. And I, I got it. I kind of am on the unpopular side of this. There was a guy who worked at Academy. Okay. His job was to make sure people wore masks when they go in. Yeah. And apparently a guy came in wearing an Orwell shirt who didn't have one. And he offered one and pointed to the thing that said, you know, they're supposed to be on. The guy says uh, uh, he has asthma and he can't wear a mask. So he says, just asked him to stay away from people. And apparently the employee says uh, that guy's being a an expletive. An a-hole? I don't know what he called him. It just says expletive. Okay. And apparently the guy approached him on the way out. My son heard you call me an expletive. If you ever do that again, I'm going to break your expletive back. But he's got asthma. He's going to get in a fight with asthma? <laughs> well, I mean, again, I don't know that that was legit or not. But, I mean, but the Chronicle does this long story. And the bottom line is the guy got fired. And did he admit to calling him an yes, a-hole? Yes, yes. Well, or whatever, an expletive? Whatever the expletive was. Well, Yeah. I mean, that's, that's, I'm not surprised he got fired. Because the man apparently called uh, the manager and complained. And, um, and yeah, it says a big story in the front page of the Chronicle today. And I'm, I'm like, 
and it's written like, oh, this poor guy. And yeah, I hate that anybody loses their job right now, but yeah, I know you were just trying to do your job, but you can't do that, right? I mean, you can't, you can't, you can't, you can't say that out loud. No, I mean, where people hear it. Yeah. You just, you're allowed to think it. That's all right. Yeah. I can't tell you how many times I think that about people. I mean, I, we sit here every day. I think it about you. I don't say it out loud. Sometimes you do. But, eh, I mean, I, I just was curious what your, what your thought was. Because no, I mean, the whole I mean, thing I, was really slanted towards. At some point, it has nothing to do with the mask. And it's just. Right. It's about treating, you know. You can't act, act that way to customers. Yeah. Even, even if the customers are being a jerk. That's right. Now, we can be jerks to customers because they're not paying us anything. <laughs> and, and sometimes they are jerks. And that's okay. But. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, no more football. How non-sports will you get over the next few weeks? Well, we still got a little. We'll, we'll find plenty of sports because there's a lot to. Uh, there's there's a lot of stuff now off the court. I mean, I, I don't think this Texans mess is going to slow down anytime soon. Yeah, and I was just getting excited about the Rockets and then Christian Wood breaks. Uh, we knew there was going to be very few games where they're all playing together. Yeah, I just thought it might be a few more. So, all right, we are going to uh, take a very quick break. Don't go anywhere. It's the Blitz on ESPN 97.5. ESPN 97.5. This is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on The Blitz. Apparently no John Wall tonight for the Rockets or Eric Gordon. So who, the, who the hell's playing? Uh, I saw Boogie out there. All right. And Oladipo. So Daniel got- House. Just on Tate, I assume, is out there. Yeah. That they're only down five. So <sighs> I was I really wanted to start liking them and start watching them, and then Christian Wood gets hurt. Yeah. What do you do? I mean, that's uh, uh that was always gonna be the problem is because that guy was really turning into a nice player for him. And you're starting to get that group together and could see what they could be. But yeah. The uh yeah, can can I just uh PSA for like wives and girlfriends and moms of athletes because we talked about the Matthews things a, l- a little bit earlier. Just stay off Twitter. It's a bad look. And like her, like saying, "Oh, it's so corny that ESPN would show that picture of of Mahomes like looking at the scoreboard. Like he can't believe what's happening." Well, that what were they going to do? Show pictures from last year where he's smiling? Would that be corny? Would that be garbage? It's just it, it's not a good look. No, and. Yeah, you know, it's kind of like uh, courtside Karen coming to the defense of her man. How about you let your man defend himself? Yeah, yeah, yeah he's he, good. He's done pretty well, and you know you're you're gravy training on him, no question. Um, but and just keep it down. See who the new uh, offensive coordinator in Minnesota will be. Did not. His name is Kubiak. Oh boy, Clint Kubiak. Oh. So, uh, 
he was when Gary retired, he was lobbying for Clint to be his successor. Um, but which I don't know, he might be able to coach, and obviously he's you know learned this system from yeah. his dad and, and Kyle Shanahan and people like that. But boy, there sure is a lot of nepotism in the NFL. There is, and and you know what? Sometimes it works, and when it does, yeah, you know we don't complain. No, but it would be nice. Uh, I mean, good for him. I hope he does well there. But I mean, okay, congratulations. Just keep. Uh, you don't seem yep. very hopeful. No, but hey, Kyle Shanahan worked out. He did. So that was a plus. But he also kind of went around and worked for other people too. What about? Uh, I mean, uh, Wade Phillips worked out. Yeah, it's pretty good. Defensive coordinator. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he'll tell you he was a really good head coach. Well, Fred, didn't enough opportunities. <laughs> uh, Three, four defense, change everything. My voice isn't good enough to do the uh, mm, the Wade Phillips mm. right now. I did a lot of yelling at my son's basketball game this week. Oh, how did how did that go? Uh, the crushing defeat. Uh, they lost five to three. The game was tied with twenty seconds left. And I will say this: this is the first time. And I I, I went into uh, normally I don't I you know big deal. It's eight year old basketball. I turned into one of the parents yelling at the officials because they were. It was a little lopsided, all right, in favor of the Pelicans. The Pelicans were getting calls that the Sixers just weren't getting. Um, so, it, like, the rule is you're not allowed to full-court press. So once a team gets a clean rebound, you have to go set up your defense. You can't, right. you can't like, smother the kid who just got the rebound. Well, what the Pelicans were doing was smothering the kid who got the rebound until he like had to go down to a knee trying to protect the ball. And then when he got up, they would call a travel. And I was like, they, they've they got to set up their defense. You're not allowed to do that. So I, I had some – I didn't have actual words with the official. I just yelled at him. There was another dad who actually, after the game, went and had a one-on-one confrontation with the official. So I'm not that level of a youth sports dad. But I was yelling through my mask at the officials, which maybe is better because then the officials don't know who it is. But, you know, and I wasn't like cussing him or anything. I was just saying, come on. We've got to call it both ways here, Stripes. <laughs> come on, Zebes. Well, not to question your team's coaching, but if they were going to get away with that, why would you not do it? It's a good question. Just saying, they're going to let them question. do it. And that, that's what I would have told him. Say, all right, until they start. Of course, then they call it on you. And then exactly. Then I'm throwing a chair. I'm going full on Bobby Knight. But I mean, if those are the rules, yeah. And and the I mean, if the other team is is sketching them, I'm I'm going to do the same thing. So uh, can we do Kevin Harlan's call of the streaker for the people who haven't heard it? Boy, I just got. Uh, you just got what? The results of the prop pool that, that I oh. that we did. Dead, dead ass last. Uh, I I'm so far down that you can't even see me, dude. Where? How come I got a bingo and nobody's talking about the bingo cards we filled out last week? You made a bingo. Good job. I didn't. Did you make a bingo, Fred? I don't think so. I don't know. 
I, I lost mine. I got throws and interception, Chiefs, check. Total field goals made, over three and a half, check. Free square. Halftime, oh, free square. the weekend performed Starboy, check. Buccaneers call a timeout. Bam! Winner, winner, baby. I was close on a couple of them. The two that I missed that would have given me like three were Chris Godwin receiving over 75 and a half yards and Travis Kelsey scores a touchdown. Oh, Travis Kelsey dominated that game and didn't get a touchdown. I felt bad for him. So, can we play the audio now? Second down, 20. 5.03 to go. Someone has run on the field. Some guy with a brawl. And now he's not being chased. He's running down the middle of the 40. Arms in the air and a victory salute. He's pulling down his pants. Put up your pants, my man. Pull up those pants. He's being chased to the 30. He breaks a tackle from a security guard. The 20, down the middle, the 10, the 5. He slides at the 1, and they converge on him at the goal line. Pull up your pants. Take off the bra and be a man. And the players with hands on hips at the other end of the field are looking at him and shaking their head and saying, why, oh, why is this taking place in a Super Bowl? And, Kevin, if you're going to run that far, get into the end zone. Don't slide at the one. you got to score once you got on the field. Get into the end zone, my man. Lord, now they're cuffing him. But pull up his drawers, whatever you do. Uh, He's a treasure. Uh, he he should have gone to the end zone, though. He would have gotten more touchdowns than the Chiefs. Well, that's what, that's what I tweeted. I said, yeah. I, I said, uh, I think my, or I think that streaker has more yards than the Chiefs receivers. Uh, probably did. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so AJ, you won bingo. Fred, you won our actual like prop pool that we did on. Uh, on so that Thursday. means you because have to you drink got the, the mega shot. I mean, I will, you, but uh, you know I also want our season-long You need to drink the thing that we, that we drank in Beaumont. The, I mean, that wasn't in Beaumont. That's an unholy shot. Yeah, that, that's the worst. I'm not, I'm, I'm, that was awful. I don't know if we could even recreate it, but it's awful, and I, I do think adding pickle juice would make it the worst shot in the history of all mankind, and it's literally just stuff I made up because Fred said, I'll drink anything that doesn't have pickle in it, and I was like, all right. Yeah, so he picked Clamato. I said, let's play this game, buddy. <laughs> and it was bad. It was worse than the pickle the pickle shot. Yeah, I know the pickle shot was what made me sick, though. Oh, did it? Yeah, I mean, I, I try to tell you guys. Oh, man, man, pickles. <laughs> yeah. Are you allergic to pickles? Uh, I may be, man, because I, I physically get ill. But the other day, I, well, they had one on the plate where my hamburger was. I almost threw up. <laughs> I think and, that's and, all. It's all psychosomatic. It's in your no, head. No, no, I don't think it is. I don't think it is because I was that way long before all this, and now you guys have just tried to make it worse because it's funny to you. It is funny, and you know that's great. That's that's what I'm here for is for you guys to make fun of me and make me do pickle shots. Yeah, Dustin says AJ called out Mahomes' mom for a bad look for tweeting about the refs. Yeah, AJ was yelling at the refs at an eight-year-old hoops game. Come on, man, that's false. I don't care about his mom complaining about the refs in the Super Bowl because I complained about the refs in the Super Bowl on Twitter. I'm just saying his girlfriend po- like being mad at SportsCenter for posting pictures of him while his team is losing and acting like that's some sort of a crime is crazy. 
I don't care why. I didn't even look at his mom's tweets. I just looked at his girlfriend's tweets. I don't care what his mom says. I still, th- I, I, his mom can't be a more annoying than his brother. His brother's right there behind girlfriend as annoying Mahomes fan. Or, oh, yeah. Yeah, fiance. My bad. Or as uh, Jack Easterby calls, baby mama. Ba- yes. Yes. Well, not not yet. I mean, it is a baby at this point. Well, it, I'll say this. He's not Texans worthy because they ain't married, and there's a ba- there's a bun in that oven. Uh, there's a, a a fornicated bun in the oven. Texans would never take him. Shout out to the fishes. <laughs> yeah. Birds and the bees. That's funny right there. I don't care who you are. That's funny. You know what I'm saying? I mean... <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! No, I, I, I just find her annoying, and that kind she of is. and that kind of stuff just makes it worse. But uh, no, his mom tweeted something at Giselle of like, "Oh yeah, it's easier to win Super Bowls when you have the refs on your side." For some reason. Well, listen. Why is she tweeting Giselle? His mom was. Yes. Yeah, well, mind your business. Mom. That's a that's a that's, that's a poor line, that's line crossing. That's line stepping right there. But that, yeah. So beef with the beef with the mother and the wife. That's great. Oh well, at least I mean I don't know. I I don't think your significant other should be defending you on Twitter. That's that's all. Um, I just think it's a bad look. Yeah. Seven one three seven eight zero. ESPN is your number, 713-780-3776. And, and Travis Kelsey's girlfriend was doing it, too. Ugh, so sorry. just in case it wasn't enough that the Mahomes Honestly, family. Some of these, I think they're just tweeting to let you know uh, my boyfriend's a famous football player. I think that's oh, it. Oh, definitely. Yeah, that's it. And Mahomes' mom also, like, her, his parents hung out with Tom Brady's parents during the Super Bowl, who are probably old enough to be her parents. Um. Yeah, she tweeted out, y'all forgot what a holding call is. And if y'all wanted to see the Chiefs versus the refs, just say that. Okay. That's what I wanted to see. Chiefs versus the refs. Yeah. So. Good for that. <laughs> yeah, I, I think you're right. It's just, hey, look at me. I'm I, like I said, I tweeted Kelsey's yesterday. Girlfriend. The, the officiating in the first half was terrible and lopsided. And I, they made calls that they should have never made. The Bucks dominated that football game, and the Chiefs weren't as good as them. Both of those things can be true at the same time. They don't. It's not one or the other. It's there was terrible officiating in the first half, and the Bucks were just better. Both those things happened. It's possible. I know you get. You think it can only be one or the other. Either the Bucks won because the refs were terrible, or I mean, it, it, it's it can be both things. Well. It, just a good example of something that can be two things. I can be ugly as hell and still have glorious hair. Yes. Thanks to Dr. Linville. And, uh, guys, you can have it, too. Just go to 975hair.com and get your hair back. And the cool thing is this is a uh, uh, a very fast procedure. You go in it's one day, boom, done, and they take hair off the back of your head. It's called the neograft procedure. They put it where it's missing, and it grows out. And I had it done uh, about a year and a half ago now, and you know, I've got a full head of hair, and... Yeah, I might still be a hideous beast, but the hair is glorious. And and it's all natural, man. It's all your own hair. It's not hair plugs or something like that. And when you go and get your free consultation at 975hair.com, 
you'll meet with Dr. Linville and do me a favor and take a look at his hair because he had it done too. His hair looks fantastic. So he knows what it's like, man. He knows what it's like to be losing your hair. He knows what it's like to help you put it back. And uh, go to 975hair.com, get that free consultation set up. And if you're working from home, now's the perfect time to get it done. If you're not one of those people who wants people to know about it, then you can get it done. And when you go back, they'll all say, you look great. And they won't know why. But we will, 975hair.com. is the Blitz on ESPN 97.5. You are listening to The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on the Blitz. Really, the last segment? Oh, man. Better do a dumbass report then. I, I got to pull it up. I totally. I told you I was distracted during the last <laughs> Do you have to hour. whip it out? Is that, is that the deal? I got to go find all these commercials. <laughs> the Cheetos commercial and that one. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't have them pulled up. Not right. bad. Well, you know what? Let's take a call while you're doing that. All right. Gary, go. Hey, how's it going? Sports, man. Yeah, I was listening to something about, uh, I don't know, just a couple of little things I had to say. Something about Deshaun Watson. It seems like he offer a trade for Deshaun Watson to go somewhere else and say that he's not quite, quite as good as Mahomes. But I don't know. I think Deshaun Watson, if he was ever in Kansas City, I don't see much of a big difference in the two of them. Well, one of them went 4-12, and 12, and one of them's played in two straight Super Bowls. That's a pretty big difference. All right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that guy's that argument's just lame. I, I mean, the, the, if you still think they're the, and if you think Andy Reid is the only difference between Deshaun and Patrick Mahomes, you're not watching. No, that, that's that's their guy, AJ. They have to do it. Uh, he's not going to be their guy for long. Mm. And then what? And then then Jets fan will call in and talk about. How great Deshaun is when they go five and eleven next year. All right, do we have a dumbass report? Yeah, now? I, I'm good now. A uh, couple of stories about um, couple stories about masks and people who um, have problems with masks. One of them, ironically, named Karen. Oh no, <laughs> of course. A woman in Ohio busted. Uh, she was caught on video resisting arrest for refusing to wear a face mask. Uh, apparently, Ohio. I, I don't know what states are super strict and which ones are a little bit strict or what. Yeah, I kind of quit paying attention to be oh, yeah. honest with you. Um, but her name's Karen Turner. She was in a supermarket uh, and said, I can't wait to sue your ass to the cops. Um, because she was, invi- she was asked to leave Mark's Deeper Discount. Uh, because she was in violation of the mask policy. She refused to leave, so store employees finally called police. So let me ask you this. Is it a law? What's a federal law that prevents me from wearing a face mask? Uh, She told the cops as she holds up her cell phone to record the encounter. 
Uh, she, they said it's not federal law, but a state order. So she said, okay, so you don't know the law. She then demands their badge number. She did the thing where she lays down on the floor and kind of like dead weights. So it's, I mean, she's not a very big lady. Dumbass. Despite being from Ohio. <laughs> so they were able to get her out of there. Um, but after she refused to provide ID, they escorted her out of the store. And she is seen resisting and saying, I can't wait to sue your ass. So um, that's one, Karen. <laughs> the other one is the, uh, oh, where's this one? Yeah, here we go. The co-owner of a a drinkery called Alibi Drinkery in Minneapolis. It's a bar. Uh he was fined for he, the, the co-owner of a bar fined for not following COVID rules slapped a fast food worker for enforcing them oh no Ricardo Balzado is part owner of Alibi Drinkery in Lakeville which opened several times despite state restrictions so apparently Minnesota's hardcore laws place don't you know investigators nice. say Baldazzo nice. and a nice. woman were at the Jimmy John's restaurant or in Rosemont last week the woman walked in without a mask and argued with a manager who asked her to wear one. Court documents say that's when Balzado came in and slapped the manager in the face. He's been charged with assault. That seems like maybe overkill. Eh, a little bit. Like if okay, I bit. get it. Your team no mask, but if someone else's team mask, you don't just slap them. Because I don't give a. He didn't yeah, apparently. Can, can give we a- all just like if if you want to. Do it, do it. If you don't, don't. I don't really care. But if somebody asks you to, it's a rule. Just stick the damn thing on and shut up. And then, but if if you run a place where you don't want people to wear them, that's cool too. By the way, the Jimmy John's commercial last night, I saw that uh, about like the bad sandwich guy, like the rich sandwich guy who was he's mad at Jimmy John's for making good sandwiches. And I said, how how do you do a Jimmy John's commercial without showing like the owner killing a rare tiger or giraffe or something and wearing a. a pterodactyl sweater or something like that. Isn't that what he's famous for now? Uh, he kills all the stuff you're not I mean, he's a big kill. game hunter. Yeah, like duckbill platypus. Yeah. Or platypi, because I think he shot more than one. And finally, Fred, a Thai fisherman. He came, He got really lucky. Hachai Neomodecha, who's 37. Oh, what's that name again? Hachai Neomdecha. I like to call him Neom. Okay. He's 37 years old. He discovered an orange pearl. An orange pearl is apparently very, very rare. It was in a snail shell attached to a discarded buoy that washed ashore. He hopes that uh, money from selling the pearl will lift his family out of poverty. But before that, he's been arrested. Uh Now, this pearl is allegedly worth $250,000. Uh, euros. Oh wow! So there are no pounds. Oh, pa- okay. So that's about five hundred thousand. But it's good Mer- money. Merkin. Good money. Um, he's been arrested for allegedly throwing a celebratory meth party for oh. all his friends. Not wise guys. I mean, I kind of admire you know because t- don't I, do when meth. you come into big money, you want to share with your friends. You Absolutely, wanna- I I I do that. Yeah, you. Share the wealth. Now, granted, our party would be whiskey and beer and maybe some gummies, but... But not meth. Yeah, probably wouldn't have meth. Yeah. Uh, police reportedly found thousands of methamphetamine tablets at the man's house Jeez. after being contacted by his neighbors who complained about the loud music and claimed they could smell drugs. How do you smell oral methamphetamine tablets? 
That sounds fishy to me. Are his neighbors bloodhounds? Fishy. Mm, I didn't even. That was that was an accidental <laughs> pun. And that's a dumbass report, Fred. Oh God. I'm so I'm guessing he's probably already dealing meth. Uh, so. No, I don't think he could afford meth before this. All right. He was in poverty. He was a poor fisherman. And like I said, that also sounds a little bit uh, not using the word. Just saying. All right, that's going to wrap it up. We'll be back tomorrow. We got uh, Coach's show next. Is that correct? And then little Patrick the Creighton. The Buzz show, yep. And then uh, Hall of Fame. So Big night of programming here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Both on your FM dial. All right, great job, Aaron. Great job, Hoffman. Okay job, me. We'll try it again tomorrow. Till then, stay sports, you bitches. SPN 97.5.